not that you need my permission or my approval to do this, but I absolutely support you in doing so or something like that. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I love that we're hearing this now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Then I was just going to like make some parallel about like, once again, not that you need my permission or my approval to move forward with this, but I absolutely support this marriage and I wish you to the best or something. Awesome. We could have had Steve do it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a toast prepared. Y'all missed it though. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. All right. All right. Welcome That's, to our podcast. You can tell when. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell when when Jessica's inflection changes that that means We're we starting. are now recording. <laughs> Even though we've been recording for a while, like that's clearly she's where ready. The podcast okay, is going to start. I just remembered. Do you remember when we were dating? Yeah. <laughs> and I would do that at like no. ten. When we're dating, like, still. <laughs> what do you mean? All Jessica, right, it's yeah, time yeah. to go. No, right. not it's time to go. Jessica just, like, All right. All right. If so, listen, people, if you ever hang out with Jessica and she says, all right, that means Get thanks to- for coming. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> yes, I heard that a lot when we were dating. That, like... It stressed you out. Yeah, because I thought you were, like not into me or like sick of me or not enjoying yourself yet, or something. But no, you just I had a really early bedtime for a college student. <laughs> I had to debrief with my mom after. Exactly. <laughs> and then I heard it a lot again in the last year, I feel like. I was just going to say post-divorce. Since you've lived in this house, there have been a lot of times where like I come to pick up Penny or drop her off and we're just like chatting and hanging out and whatever. And then eventually it's like, all right. <laughs> You got our daughter. Now go. That's usually because I've made plans contingent on you picking up our daughter and leaving my well, house. I made plans to sit here and chat with you for a while. So <laughs> you should let me know or start showing up. Well, I didn't make those plans until I got here. Start, so. start showing up on time. And <laughs> I didn't Matt. for longer. All right, Matt. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. No, I don't not. mean to make you feel like. You should get out of here, but I do. Rush, rush. <laughs> At least you know I love you, right? At least I know when I have out, outworn my welcome or whatever that's saying. Outstayed. Outstayed. Outworn. Sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah. We've had a long day, all of us, I think. Yeah, I worked so, hard today. My cheeks are hot. <laughs> they look hot. Your ears look hot, too. Yeah. Cheeks look hot tonight, Matt. Probably Steve. Matt, at night when we're laying in bed, if I like play with his ear or touch his ear, no he way. gets so mad at me. And he's well, like, Why would you do that? You're do making my, my ears hot. You're making my ears hot. Is that a, is that a thing people do in bed? Play with each other's ears? No, I just like touching his ears because they're soft. I mean, maybe with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like it. Have you ever had your ears massaged? No. In, like during the massage, it's amazing. Why would you it do feels that? So good. 
I don't even get massages anyway, so. <laughs> Matt can't handle people touching him in general. No, I just start giggling. <laughs> <laughs> he can't relax enough to allow you to touch him. This is actually something we're going to get into. And if I relax. Talking about us getting married. If I relax a lot, then it just tickles more. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> He's well, weird. Steve, you're not me. I'm not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I hope you can tell you're in for a really good episode this week. <laughs> Steve doesn't look so amused. All right. Let's read reviews. Okay. Who wants to read them? I'm always I'm always okay, game for reading those, reviews. Those two that I have on the screen are the ones okay. I would like to read today. Oh, I thought one of them wasn't five stars. Oh, they're all star? five stars. I know. I we worried. have no. We do have a couple reviews that aren't five stars, but the most recent ones are all five stars. And the ones that are not five stars don't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Endearing and insightful. This is from Krelance. Krelance. I love this trio. <gasps> we I, love you. I love this trio. I appreciate the way they pull back the veil. And talk about difficult and often unspoken, or I think unspoken. It says us spoken. Often unspoken things. The compassionate and curiosity they have for each other and their unique experience comes through in each episode. Listening to them talk feels like you are sitting in their homes, feet up on the coffee table, drinking coffee, and sharing stories. Get your feet off the table. Yeah. <laughs> That's ivory. <laughs> ivory. I don't know. Um, that from something? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Feet up on the coffee table, drinking coffee, and sharing its stories. Their kindness and vulnerability will help, will open your heart and teach you things you never knew you needed to learn. Awesome. Thanks, Lance. Okay. So one of the things I like about reviews or when people tell me feedback about our podcast is when they say it feels like they're hanging out in the living room chatting with Which us. Which we've heard a lot. And that makes me so happy. We do hear it a lot. It's one yeah. of the most common things we hear. I love it. And once this coronavirus is gone, you guys are all invited to our house to <laughs> Dude, put up. We're usually going to have a party because it should like, I'm hoping it starts cooling down around our one year anniversary mark. Cooling down. Cooling down. Like things are settling oh. down. Oh. Oh. I hope it warms up. Temperatures yeah. are warming up, but coronavirus is cooling down. All right. Second, we're going to read one one other review. I wish people talked aboo. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <clears throat> I'm so glad I found this podcast. Hearing Steve, Jessica, and Matt share their stories. I wonder if I... Okay, wait, what this. is this supposed to say? I don't know. <laughs> but it cut off the title is what you're... Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wish people talked about... Dot, dot, dot. We'll I never think. know. Yeah. We need to look at these on a computer or something so we can read the full title. Yeah, probably. Carry okay. on. Restarting again. I am so glad I found this podcast. <laughs> Hearing Steve, Jessica, and Matt share their stories and experiences has been so inspiring for me. They communicate in such a way that is educational, humorous, thought-provoking, and entertaining. As a man who has followed a very similar journey as Steve, it is so healing to hear of what has come of his relationship with his with his Jessica and now Matt. I find so much value and validation by listening to each of them. Hearing the hard and vulnerable experiences are so helpful for me and my own journey. As I navigate 
and process so many things. I can feel the love and light that they all possess. It is truly remarkable. I would encourage anyone gay, straight, somewhere on the rainbow spectrum, LDS, or whoever to listen to them, learn from them, and strive to forgive, love, and understand one another the way that they do. Such an amazing example of true Christ-like love and discipleship. Thank you, Steve, Jessica, and Matt for sharing so much. I got goosebumps. It's awesome. That's who won our uh, grand prize giveaway. Okay. That review. Yeah, it's from CK Call. Yep. Thanks, guys. We super appreciate it. Yes, we do. Awesome. Oh, and that's a good looking picture of me. And your, your fur. <laughs> Boots with the fur. Actually, what, what shoes with? Oh, you're checkerbird. Bands. Checker, checker <laughs> checkerbird. <bands>. Checkerbird. <laughs> All right. All right. You what guys, are we, what this are we week, discussing tonight? This week, Matt wrote down where we ended last week, so we wouldn't I have did? to have a conversation oh, about it at the beginning. What did he write? He wrote <laughs> Wedding Day and the Week of. Yep, that's right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about the week before we got married. Going to the chapel, and we're going to get. Married. <laughs> that was a little off there. <laughs> I think it was perfect. It was perfect. We haven't sung for a couple episodes, so good job, Matt. Yeah. I got Thank a you. slurp. One last slurp. Oh, I did get gosh. a comment today that someone really likes your sound effects, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> do I do very many sound effects? I don't know. Effects? I was trying to remember what sound oh, effects I did have, have one in the something... last episode. Not the last one, the one before that, where it's talking about Matt's car. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cooler, the vending machine. Thank you for that. Whoever told Steve they like my sound effects, I appreciate that compliment. More to come, I'm sure. <laughs> for sure. I actually posted that when we were on the day we got married on Facebook. Going to the what? chapel, we're going to get married, that song. Oh, and you then did? you responded in the comments, oh, crap, that's today? I'm out on a mountain bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> but he was kidding. <laughs> he did show up on time to the chapel. Yeah. Okay, so the week of. And I had pants on, so that's good. Pants on. <laughs> I had a bachelorette party. Kinda. Tell us about that. I had that. a party. Yeah. We you... went pole dancing and lap dancing. We got a lap dance class. That was just a little like ten minute. How thing. do you go lap dancing? You don't go lap dancing. You get a lap dance class. <laughs> I've never heard of this. And then we, so we went to the pole class. We had a private pole class. If you didn't know this, I loved going to pole dancing classes. It is one of the most empowering things I have ever done as a single woman. It's so freaking hard. It is so hard. It is such a workout and it is so fun. I did it once. I don't know if I'll ever try it. I, if you do, can, I would like to be present for that. I was going to say, all three of us are going pole dancing. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so funny. <laughs> and we're going to video it. They would love that, actually, at the pole dancing studio. I was really awkward. It's awkward. It's hard. Don't you have I to have, like, a little bit of a not. booty to pole dance? No. You don't have to have – there's no specifications. You have to have, like, serious – You just need to be strong. Yeah, I was going to say upper body strength and core strength and like a high pain tolerance. <laughs> yeah, you get lots my of My shins Remember? were like beat to death and like under my armpits and like my shoulder blades and I don't know where else, but 
I was like <laughs> bruised and bloodied by the end of pole class. It is not for the week. No. But it was really fun. So we did that for my my bachelorette party. I put that in quotes, bachelorette party, for those of you who can't see me. Shout out and respect to all the pole dancers out there. It was really fun. And then we went and had dessert or something after. I don't know. Shout out and respect to all the pole dancers. <laughs> Thanks, Matt, for that Excuse one. Excuse my friend. She's a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> and then Matt had a party that week as well. Heck yeah, I did. Which Tell I was worried you that. were going to get hurt. <sighs> Longboarding? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, how was your party? I don't remember. You don't remember? All I remember is we went longboarding. Oh, I remember the lead up to the party. That's probably why I don't remember too much about it. Yeah, it was a little stressful getting you there. Why? Well, Matt calls me. Do, 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 do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all in the, how, all stressed out. How old is your cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? Because he had to, he had to go what? to Ann's house. Okay. Ann called. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you want to tell this? Go for it. So, well, <laughs> I mean, I was at work. Yeah, I don't I know all just, the details. I don't remember. <clears throat> I was just finishing up my shift at work when I worked for UPS at the airport. And I got a call basically saying, hey, I need you to come pick up the kids. I need you to get here now. Something has just happened. Nothing alarming about that. No. <laughs> So she didn't tell you what at that point. You just took off to her house. I don't remember all of the details that she told me in that phone call. She just. Yeah. It was get here now. It wasn't a normal phone call. Yeah. And so I let the team know, hey, I got to leave. Yeah. Went and got your kids. And went and got my kids. And when I got there, I got the full story at her house on the front porch and in the driveway. She came out, she left the kids in the house, and she told me everything that had happened to her. And basically, her husband had... It was a domestic violence A case, domestic violence case, right? yeah. Yeah. Her husband had pinned her up against the wall by her throat, and she told me that the only way that she was able to get out of it was kick him as hard as she could in the nuts. And they quarreled and wrestled for a little bit, and she had marks on her back. And Yeah, and at this time in the driveway, um, her mother-in-law, so her husband's mom and stepdad were in the driveway as well. So She had called them? Yeah, she called them, and her husband had, had taken off with his kids and gone to, I think it was... Either first Thursday or live after five or something oh. downtown. I think it was probably first Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Live after five. Something Wednesday. Like that. Yeah. And uh, so you took the kids and you were supposed to go out on this thing with your friends. Yeah. And ended up just bringing them to my house. I remember I had all three kids and it was the first time I had all three of them on my own. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is. Scary, but fine. <laughs> but the three of us, I was living at my mom's friend's house, and we sat in the master bedroom all in the king-size bed watching a show together. <laughs> and it was really so fun. Penny wasn't there? Penny was there. Sorry, all four, four of us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the three kids and I. Yeah. It was fun. 
and just did everything to kind of, you know, obviously they know something's going on and I'm sure they were a little upset, but we had a good time. Yeah. And, Made and, it into a little bit of a party for them. And the kids were, were there in the house when, when this yeah. all occurred. And I look back at that experience and I remember very clearly remembering the words of of his mom because I really wanted to call the police. Yeah. And I felt like I needed to because yeah. my, my kids were present during this. And his mom talked me out of it in the sense of, look, if you call the cops and the police get involved, you're going to ruin the future of, of this man's life forever. Mm. And that's the interesting thing is it wouldn't be you ruining his yeah, life. Exactly. His actions are what right. would have done that. But the cops were not called. Yeah. So, yeah. And honestly, you weren't sure if that was in your rights at that point because you weren't present or anything. Right. We later found out that you could have because your kids were present. But we right. weren't sure if that was. Right. And, I mean, if there is any doubt, like, there's no harm yeah. in calling somebody. Yeah. So. What was your relationship with Anne at this point? Leading, was, uh, leading up to this. It was good. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she called me. She was, I was one of the first people that she called. Like, and she knew I'd be there. So. Yep. And ultimately, I mean, that's, this is how my relationship with her has always been. I mean, like, we want to do what's best for the kids. Yeah. And. We'll try to make that happen. Yeah. So that added some stress going into our marriage. And it's, I remember, I don't remember much from that week except this moment, that night of the stress of that. I also remember that we didn't see each other a lot that week. Like it was kind of a weird lead in. And I don't know if it was just because there was just a lot to get done or what, or we were wanting to spend a lot of time with kids because we were leaving on our honeymoon. So I don't know. We just didn't see a lot of each other. And so it was kind of like a weird week. It's probably a combination of a bunch of things. Yeah. Nerves, stuff going on. And then we got married. Steve, do you remember us getting married? I do. <laughs> Steve came to our wedding. We had a very small wedding. Well, back up. Did my kids spend the night with you that? No, that you came week? and picked them up. Okay. No, they didn't stay the night. They just hung out and watched a movie and we stayed up late and played. Isn't this the time that I then got hotel rooms for Anne? No. No. Oh. That was well into our marriage. Okay. Never mind then. Well, it was a couple years into our marriage. Yeah. I did know Anne at this point and her husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You met them <laughs> <laughs> totally outside of Penny us. Penny and I had this little park that we like to go to on 6th Street. and It's a pretty quiet park. Yes. It's a cool little park. And she, she and I are there playing. It was close to our house back then, and we'd ride our bikes over or whatever. And she's playing, and there's a couple other kids. She always makes, you know, she's making friends on the playground or whatever, and she's chatting with these two other kids. And I'm like, why do I know you two? And I get their names, and it's Hank and Sarah. And I'm like, oh, you guys are in our ward. I know your dad. And then, and I'm like, who are you here with? And of course, you know, not very far away is Anne and her husband. So I end up chatting with them while the kids are playing. And uh, I'm just like, hey, I'm Steve. I know, I know your kid's dad. And, you know, we're in the same ward and whatever. And we ended up chatting. having like a really just, we spent like an hour together just shooting the breeze and chatting with Anne and her husband. I enjoyed him, mostly him. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think she was as involved, but he and I chatted for quite a while. They are pretty personable. Two and two together that 
that we uh and this was when this must have been when you guys were engaged i think it was you guys were far enough along that i was like yeah no i'm jessica's ex-husband you know jessica that's with your ex-husband <laughs> and... <laughs> how so, random is that it was very random <laughs> Yeah, because they don't even live live near there. Or, I'm trying to think. I why think they, they were there been, for soccer. For soccer, yeah. I, that's I what, think Hank had a soccer game or something. A practice, probably. So he, Penny, may have just been playing with Sarah. I don't know, but that that matters. But anyway, that's how I met Anne and her husband. Crazy. There you go. Okay, so you had asked about the wedding, right? Is that where we're at. Yeah. The wedding. Yeah, and that morning, I remember Sarah came up to to our house to get ready with all the girls. Yeah. And she completely fell apart. Just sobbing. Yes. Why? When I left? No. I think I had something to do with her hair. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sure there was just a lot of emotions going on. And she didn't know how to process it. And so it came out in the hair. I was just looking around the room to see if you had pictures of your wedding pictures in here somewhere. <laughs> no, I wanted, I wanted to see don't. Sarah's hair. Her hair looks you, a- I know you have them out in the, in the other room out there. but Yeah. It was just curly. But they yeah. all looked... Super cute, and they're matching. Yeah, and I was glad my aunt Casey was and there. Suit and hair thing and tie and whatever that you'd made him is really yeah. cute. Because Casey was the one that really calmed her down and got her excited, and <laughs> it was fun. It was a good time. And then we went to the little tiny chapel, and we got married, and it was super fast. Yeah, how and many we, people did we invite? So we just invited like our families, mm-hmm. and then there were just a few. Extended family. Well, yeah, extended family. That's what oh. I meant by families. Oh, got it. And then there were just a few very close friends. Not many at all. So it's little. Like when we went to the restaurant <laughs> for our wedding luncheon thing, there it was like 80 people. And probably only that many because we have such big families. Yeah. Maybe there was less. But Steve came. Mm-hmm. Came to the wedding. How did- You had told me. Beforehand, you're like, hey, you're invited to our wedding. I don't know if you want to be invited to our wedding or not, but <laughs> you're welcome to come. You're welcome to not come. Like, It's up to you. Yes. And I, I was glad that you were moving on. And I was glad that like, I wanted you to be happy and I didn't want you to, like, I wanted you to find someone that, no, I'm struggling to say that, but <laughs> I didn't want to hold you back. Yeah. But it was still very hard for me to see you move on and to know that like, you, know, you and I had been back and forth so many times and it just, this was going to be very final, you know? Every time there was like some new finalizing aspect to this, like, yeah, it just was that much more, I don't know, it just always was cause for reflection and sometimes self-doubt and sometimes like, I don't know, it just, it was a struggle for me to see it happening, but I very much supported you and I wanted to show that support and just like you had supported me and moving on and uh, do you remember where you sat in the little chapel i do because this is important for matt <laughs> <laughs> what section of the pews was i in yeah. unlike an lds chapel this one only had two sections of pews yeah. with Left one aisle right. down the middle i was on the right back or front middle middle so leading up to this, like I really struggled with the idea of going to the wedding, but I needed to go. Like I needed to go as a show of support. Did Steph May play the piano? She played the organ, yeah. The organ? yeah. Yes. She did. And Bishop Sturgill married you, right? Yep. Yeah. And he started um, the marriage 
ceremony. <laughs> just like we are, I can't do it. Just like uh, what's the Princess Bride? No. Princess Bride. Yeah, you did. Marriage. You don't remember? You don't remember this? Is what brings us together today. today. <laughs> I can't do the voice. And but, he yeah. is the most dry, like <laughs> his sense of humor. Is I love awesome. it. It was so funny. Yeah. But wait a second. So you were saying you needed to be there. Did you feel like you needed to be there for me or for you or combination of the two? <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be there. I really felt like it wouldn't have mattered to you, Jessica, if I was there or not. Like you were in a good place. Yeah. You know I supported you in moving on. You weren't going to be offended if I didn't show. You weren't going to be weirded out if I did show. Like I yeah. knew that you were just very neutral about it. Well, I wanted Mostly you as... to do what was right for exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> And you didn't want me to feel left out, but you didn't want me to. Yeah, like I, I appreciated that. But I very much needed to go, I think, for my sake to show. That you were OK. To show that I supported you and that yeah. I, I wanted this marriage to start out with. Like this was the ultimate way of me to show I support this marriage and I support yeah. you guys in moving forward. But I, I struggled with that. And I, I knew I was going to be super disappointed in myself if I, if I didn't go. Yeah. That would have been selfish of me. And so I went and found. I was really just wrestling with this. So I went and found a therapist like a month before or counselor. I don't know, whatever the term is. So as soon as we got engaged. <laughs> yeah. It didn't give me much time to do my therapy, my pre, premarital therapy. <laughs> uh, and I don't remember how I found this counselor, but I just kind of picked a place and went in and had a meeting and had a couple of sessions where I just said, I am really struggling with getting myself to a place that I can be supportive of her the way she was of me. And I want to be able to do that. And, and I want to be okay with all this. And we had what I thought were a good couple of sessions. And there were other things too, but this was, yeah. that was really the driving factor behind it. And we only had three. And then she told me she couldn't see me anymore. She said, this is not something that's supposed to come into play in my career, not something I should let patients know, but I feel like I need to disclose to you that I'm Mormon and I feel like I would be doing you a disservice to help you be okay with, and I guess I should have added this. Also part of my struggle was I wanted to really be okay with the fact that I had left the church and that I was oh. choosing a whole different path. And that was a big part of it. They left some huge voids and I was still kind of conflicted about that. And so in that aspect, that's what she was saying. Is Got it. She said, I don't feel like I can help you feel okay in about good conscience, help you leave the church. Like she said, you need to find a different counselor. Hmm. I, I mean, I guess kudos to her for being honest. But at the same time, though, same I was time, disappointed yeah. that she couldn't be yeah. professional enough to say your goals are what matter here. And I can help you accomplish them. Yeah, that's as true. As a professional yep. in counseling. Like, Which you should be able to whether do. Whether she agrees with her patient's goals or not, like, that's not, that should not come into play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was disappointed with that. But at the same time, I was glad that she said something instead of continuing on and BSing. Maybe not giving you with me and, yeah, and genuine. Not giving, exactly. Yeah. That would have been, yeah. So. But was that helpful? It was just having, just being able to vent. I mean, anyone who's been to therapy, I'm. Like, you know, I had seen, this was probably like my fifth or sixth counselor that I'd seen over the years at this point. You must have issues. <laughs> that is not true. Everybody can I'm benefit totally from therapy no. and counseling. Yeah. 
I must have less issues because I've had so many counseling there sessions. There you go. Look at it the right way. I think and that everyone, is absolutely true. I think everyone should get. I just think. What, it's, am, I, why, what am I supposed to call this? Counseling therapy is one of those. Either one. Call right. either one. I think Whichever everyone could benefit from it. Just having a neutral party for sure. And I apologize because I made light of the issue about going to a counselor, but they can help you so much. Yeah, and, and all three of us here have benefited from counseling. Absolutely. All three of us have, so we... <laughs> and I would still benefit and, from And counseling. I don't think yeah. you need to have major issues or be at rock bottom. Nope. No. Like, just having a neutral party... Get you through. Who under, who has training and experience in... Listening. <laughs> helping in listening and helping someone organize their thoughts and recognize patterns and... So during this counseling session, what was your biggest takeaway with the counseling sessions? If you'd like to share. I think that's where I drew the conclusion that me not going to the wedding would be incredibly selfish. Mm. It would be me choosing not to support you because it made me uncomfortable. Oh, uh-huh. And I don't know that I had so realized you that until... got then. out of your comfort zone. And yes. you grew. And you grew. Nice work. And your wedding was out of my comfort zone. Oh, I'm sure. I felt incredibly uncomfortable there. <laughs> oh, yeah. There were so many firsts, right? I felt like, you know that music that was playing on the organ, I felt like when I walked in that chapel, it came to a screeching halt and everyone turned and looked. <laughs> I don't think it really did, no, it didn't. but it didn't. that's what it felt like. <laughs> Again, not to make your wedding about me or anything, right. but... <laughs> <laughs> but it was. <laughs> um, so I've been thinking about this this week, and I thought, and I couldn't remember, and Jessica, maybe you can remember, did we invite Anne no. to our wedding? And what what was the determining factor of you just didn't want to. Yeah, it didn't feel right. Yeah, it didn't feel right to you. And I was, I, we talked about it. I remember we discussed right. it and I told you, like, I'm fine either way. This is your ex. You make the decision about that. And like we talked about Steve coming and you, you said it was fine. And so that's why I ultimately invited him. But there was a discussion we had and yeah, I just decided it didn't feel like something you right. wanted and or I, needed. And I think I, I mean, in remembering back a little bit now, I came to that conclusion because, you know, she didn't involve me in anything yeah. that, that she was doing in her life. And anyways. And that's okay. You that's guys totally just had fine. a very different relationship yeah. than Steve and I did. Yep. And that was so. okay. And, and that's my point that I was going to bring up. Is, yeah. Look, I didn't invite my ex and that was okay. Yeah, for sure. And then that, I just think that you and I, Jessica, had very much established that we are going to continue to support each other and be in each other's lives. Yeah. This divorce does not end our relationship it just changes, changes it, it and yeah it looks very different than what it was yeah so, so what was for you two how was your wedding for you two? <laughs> enough about me it's your wedding i remember it was super <laughs> hot outside it wasn't even that hot. it was hot it wasn't that hot and matt, matt took sweating. like i was wearing matt a took like shirt. 10 pictures and then he was done <laughs> he was done <laughs> That's a lot of pictures. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, which was fine. I didn't care. Did we took, But I was kind of sad we didn't get pictures like with our families. Like we don't have any pictures with your parents or your siblings or my parents or my siblings. They were Literally, there? Yes. I'm just kidding. Literally, there's a picture of you and I and our kids and then a few pictures of you and I and that is it. Yep. <laughs> um, did either of you, how did you both feel before the wedding? 
Do either of you get cold feet? Or either of you Butterflies. Or either of you like, hmm, maybe we should have taken more than like 11 days for this <laughs> engagement. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't remember, remember that. I don't remember thinking that at all. I don't think that hit Matt until the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> when did it hit? Because it hit you. Oh, boy. Oh, it hit me. It hit me. You, I know exactly when it hit me. It hit me the night when we were in Antigua, Guatemala, our first night, and we didn't have a place to stay. Why? Because, I don't know. But Matt I then remember- took the suggestion of somebody local on where to stay instead of listening to me about where to stay, and we ended up in the dumpiest hotel ever. Matt was dying. Okay, so let's go back. But we did have a place to sleep. You're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about it hit you. What is it? What like, hit you? Total like total freak crap. out about holy, what he just did. Holy crap. Like and that's where freak out like holy crap I'm married. Holy yes. crap I have a wife. Yes. Yeah. Holy crap I have a wife. She has a child. I have to take care of these two as well now. Take care of how? Like financially financially support. These are You know, I've heard this story before, but I have completely new understanding of why it hit you after hearing your story over the last you know whatever those episodes were where you talked about your whole relationship with Anne. i get it now yes i get why that was such a hard transition realization for you and, a, and an instant stress for you am i right is that what it was stress or anxiety exactly. or how would you describe it it's like, exactly well, what it was and that's the thing is i didn't know a lot of what happened between him and Anne until we were good year or two into our marriage. Like he slowly, slowly disclosed things that happened. But the more I knew, the more I was like, oh my gosh, this, this makes so much more sense now why he's treated me the way he has and like why he instantly like shut down. And I knew there was a reason. Did you I shut just down like that? couldn't. Oh, absolutely shut down. Yeah. I mean, we still had fun. Oh, we had a great time. And I don't want to make it sound that way. It was just obvious. How long were we there? Like almost two weeks. Yeah. So let's I... let's back up a little bit. So we... Yeah. Wedding night, we stayed in Boise. So we get married. We're at this chapel. And then we had the greatest idea ever in my entire life <laughs> to have a luncheon at the Golden Phoenix. <laughs> Where's that? That's my... My what? Chinese restaurant Golden that Phoenix? I worked at. Is that what we're calling it? No, that was the, that's what, the, that was, that's the official listen, name. Listen, that, that was, is not the official yes, name. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's not the name that was painted on the side of the building yes, or on the is. menus. Yes, it is. But everybody called it Oriental Express. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There okay, were right. two names. But Golden Phoenix was on most of the stuff. Really? It was on yeah, the outside of the building. It was, was Golden, Golden Phoenix. Phoenix. I never only... called it Golden Phoenix either. He's the only one that ever I'm... did. <laughs> I can, oh, like, we're going to go to the Golden picture Phoenix. Picture it on the side of the building. No, it was Oriental Express. It was not Oriental Golden Express. Phoenix. It was Golden Phoenix. By the way, anyone in Boise, this is now Kaya Five Tacos. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Across it's from Neuralux. So, we had our wedding lunch in there, and we just had like one of my friend's moms or sisters make cupcakes for it. We did yeah. no decorations. We did nothing. We did well, no pickup. It was, it was no the setup, Golden no Phoenix. It was already decorated the way that we wanted. <laughs> I. It was seriously awesome. It was. We we were old enough 
that I felt like and I we were responsible. Love and, Jimmy and Chow. Oh, they are great. Best people. people ever. The owners. They were so great. And they were so happy to accommodate us and have us all there. I think they were honored. Oh, they were so sweet about it. I, I can't them imagine the Oriental death. Express was a popular venue for <laughs> wedding receptions. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was right before they were closing their doors. Yeah, they closed shortly after we got married. Because they retired, yeah. Yeah. So I remember all of us were in there, and it was really fun. Like, I remember having fun at the luncheon, but even at that Steve point- Steve wasn't there at this point. I was. Yeah, I was. You were. Yeah. Was. Thanks yeah. for remembering, Matt. <laughs> so it you was were funny. probably in the corner this with the kids. This is why I remember. <laughs> he was with my cousins. The reason I remember Steve being there is because I ended up walking down the road to the Golden Phoenix with your Aunt Penny. And so she like grabs me and is like chatting me up because she wants to get to know me. She hadn't met me. She's very much a part of your life. And so she hasn't met you. No. No. So we're chatting and stuff and you are coming walking down the road towards us. So it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's coming down the opposite street anyways. And she was like, I can't believe your ex is here. Is that weird? Like, how is that? And I was like, no, it's totally fine. He's, he should be here. He's a part of my life. Also, can I just say that I love that. She's meeting you for the first time, and she is asking those questions. Oh, like, she's asking me no, like all not the holding back. No, like I just I love that about no, her, and that's, that's why I it love is. Penny. And it's I, so great. I love that she's so direct and so just. I love her. So yeah, I remember you walking over, and then we went into the restaurant together. So yeah, hmm. she was there, and our kids all left afterwards with grandparents, and then we were done. No cleanup, no nothing. It was the best. Yeah. I think your parents paid for half dinner. We paid for half of it. Yeah. My parents paid for the chapel, and that was the extent of our wedding. (laughs) Boom. Besides the honeymoon. I remember being really irritated at the end of the luncheon. (laughs) What did your fortune cookie say? Somebody called him out. Because somebody called me out and said- What did your fortune cookie say? I just caught that. (laughs) Sorry. You've made a grave mistake. (laughs) (laughs) No, but somebody on my side of the family called me out and said, well, Matt, aren't you going to get up and do a little toast? And then, of course, Matt was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) Okay. I actually had a toast prepared. You did? Why didn't you toast? (laughs) You would have passed out. Come on. Steve would have passed out. You would have passed out. Can we hear your toast? Yeah, let's hear it. As is customary for the (laughs) ex-husband to give a toast. (laughs) That's actually how I was going to start it. (laughs) Do you know the rest of it? It was corny. (laughs) You know it. You know it, though. Let's hear it. We're almost seven years into our wedding. Stand up on the chair. Marriage. Stand up tell on the us, chair. As it was asked now. of me to stand up on a chair. Please hand me your Coke. Your Coke <laughs> bottle. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't film this. I'm already embarrassed enough about it. Okay, fine. Tell us, tell us our toast. It was something along the lines of... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not filming. Like, so... I was going to draw some parallel between the text that you had sent me saying, Uh you know, when you said, hey, Jessica just asked me out. I'm a little confused about that scenario. I don't know how you feel about that. Like, basically, you were like running it by me before you went on a date with my ex. Yeah. Matt, I'm talking to you, Matt. Yeah. (laughs) For those (laughs) who can't tell who I'm looking at. And my response was, 
not that you need my permission or my approval to do this, but I absolutely support you in doing so or something like that. Yeah. And then. <laughs> I love that we're hearing this now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Then I was just going to like make some parallel about like, once again, not that you need my permission or my approval to move forward with this, but I absolutely support this marriage and I wish you two the best or something. Awesome. We could have had Steve do it. Yeah. <laughs> I had a toast prepared. Y'all missed it, though. So, yeah. yeah. I had no toast prepared. Nor was Matt I planning was, on doing any toast. Matt was not prepared in general I for had this orange moment. chicken in my belly. I was happy as a clam. And... You know what's interesting, though, is even at that point, like, I remember at the end of the luncheon thinking to myself, what the hell just happened? Because there was a difference in how you were engaging with me. Hmm. And I was like, something's different, but I wasn't going to think too much of it because we had just gotten married. There's a lot of people around. Like, I could get it. Like, this situation could be a lot <laughs> to take in. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, it'll be fine. We'll just, it's not a big deal. I also remember I went and checked into the hotel before the wedding without telling you so that everything was already up That's there. where you walked across the street. <laughs> no. No. I had oh. done it before the wedding, like way before. And oh. I took my sister-in-law and we went through I all love- of my lingerie while we were up there. <laughs> She's like, I want to see it all. Because <laughs> I like lingerie. I love the fact, too, that Steve got us a deal on our honeymoon our hotel. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. You're yeah. welcome. Once again, of course. wedding present call to in, us. Call in some connections. <laughs> <laughs> some favors. Oh, man. Steve and I did actually stay there for one of our anniversaries. Please tell me it was not the same room. <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you and I got like upgraded to like the super yeah, nice. we got like the corner suite. Sweet. WTF. My what happened to ours? <laughs> we, we just got a regular well, room, Well, sorry. The, the room I got you was a step below the room I got Jessica and I. <laughs> He had to show you up somehow. Do you know what my favorite part about that room was? What? Like the the blinds. Yes, the, the button on the side of the bed. And the curtains open. That open, yeah, like all the way downtown. across the room. Oh, that'd been a nice room to have. Uh, dude, we Sorry, didn't even notice. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I don't you think were I, the second I, husband. I you only I, got the second best room. <laughs> I don't even think I looked out the window. Right. <laughs> it's funny. My mom's like, oh, you guys won't be going to dinner tonight because they're like, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, we're going to go to the hotel and take care of some things. And then we're probably going to go get dinner downtown. She's like, oh, you're not even going to Some things because, room. again, keep in mind, people. This is <laughs> this is a, this is a Mormon sex. wedding where these two people that just got married have not yet seen each other naked. No, just short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Imaginations run wild. Yeah, it still just blows my mind that that is the Mormon way. Dude, I like it. I have no issues with that. I know you don't agree with that, but it is such a huge part of any relationship is sexual chemistry. And to just leave all that to chance. But it's not leaving that to chance. If you feel sexually attracted to somebody, you know that, first of all. Secondly, you get to learn about each other in that. And that is fun and exciting. We're still learning. It's fun. <laughs> I know you totally disagree, but this is my take on it. Like right, I've Differing opinions here. Yeah. This is one of those spots. <laughs> and that's fine. But I really feel like you get to grow closer by learning that in that relationship of knowing 
this is wow. the only person I'm going to be with. Well, my advice <laughs> is have the sex before you get married. I find know. out if that works. Just like you want to find out if every other aspect of your relationship My, my advice work. is I've never make had... out a lot and <laughs> just make out a lot and then you'll find out. <laughs> but the thing is, both marriages <laughs> with each of you... I've enjoyed my sex life both times. Like I have no regrets of either of them, and it was fun and exciting to get to which, know which one my did you partner. Enjoy more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! You should see them right now. <laughs> They're sitting close together, staring at me. <laughs> which one? <laughs> That's no, not a you legit don't, you question. Don't, you, it is a legit question, but I you think, don't have to answer. I think it. we've already established that. <laughs> Your response to that question was, sex with a straight man is really different. It's very different. <laughs> well, and you're, like you're saying, you're with a completely different partner. It is very different experience. Doesn't, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I actually have more to say about your wedding. Okay. Okay. I feel like I have more. <laughs> <laughs> Steve remembers our wedding better than we do. <laughs> I remember it. It I, was, do you remember that we went to our I, house? Matt remembers his wedding. Yeah. Good job, Matt. Oh, and opened all our presents. Yeah, we went to our house before. I forgot we, about that. It was after. After we went to the hotel. But didn't, we did go grab something to eat. We went to Asiago's. Yeah. Yeah. So there, Kathy. Um, <laughs> Next morning, we woke up and went and got DK Donuts before we got on our super early flight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, yeah. Carry on. So... Steve had flung the blanket off during well, it, that last part about sex, and now the blanket is back on. <laughs> Hot flashes or something, I guess. Now he's cooling back down. <laughs> All right. Okay, so after the wedding, like yeah. leaving the chapel, I had, there were a lot of your family members that I hadn't seen. Oh, yeah. This was actually part I wanted to talk about. And I think we've so- said this on someone else's podcast, that, but I don't yeah. think we told the story on ours. Mm-mm. But just, I got a huge hug from your Aunt Casey. And like cried with her. Pretty sure we hugged for just like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just hugged and cried. And same Happy thing with tears, your mom. Sad tears. Happy tears. Casey was very sweet to me at that. And your mom was too. And I saw your grandpa, <laughs> who Grandpa Cor was an intense guy. Yeah. Like first time he met me, it was like, you know, when we were dating, he like pulls me aside and it's just like you know, my granddaughter's a special girl. You better take care of her. Like, that kind of a lecture, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so I always knew, like, Cor was watching how I treated his granddaughter. Yeah. And so seeing him, that was the first time I'd seen him was at your wedding since, since we, we got had... divorced. Yeah, divorced. And so I was a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. To see him. But uh, it took him, like, he kind of did a double take. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think he knew I was there until afterwards and... I was relieved to see that after his double take, he, it was followed by a smile, and he shook my hand, and I felt like he was kind of like trying to find the words to say, and then said, the fact that you are here like, confirms to me that you are a good guy, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And just something I very much appreciated hearing. Knowing, yeah. You know, I just appreciated the fact that he recognized this was not an easy scenario for me to be in, and the fact that I was there to show my support appreciated that yeah as opposed to you know a million other responses routes that he could have taken that yeah. <laughs> yeah of like 
what the hell are you doing at my granddaughter's wedding? Yeah. You just come back. <laughs> so. That was one way. You said a million. <laughs> I know I drove away from all of this feeling a huge burden lifted. I went into your wedding stressed as heck and anxious as can be. What was that burden that was lifted? Uh, I was, well, so I mentioned before that like this being like one more step in like very much finalizing the end of me and Jessica's marriage. Like that was also cathartic. Like it's done. She's remarried. Like, yeah, there's no going back. Yeah. And this is a true new beginning. Yes. And also it was very much relief that you had someone, Jessica. Yeah. You had someone to support you and love you and take care of you and make you happy. And just all the things that had been lacking in your life as a result of what I had done to us, what I had done to our marriage. And, and that just ate me up all the time. Every time I saw you unhappy after our divorce, I was just... You internalized that? Yes. I just felt so much guilt for any time that things were not going your way. Difficulties financially, difficulties dating, when you would date someone and it would end poorly. Like, I felt bad that, like, I just always thought, like, this is on me. Jessica should not be going through this. She should have been, she should have been able to be, you know, at this point, eight years into a yeah. marriage to a faithful man who loves her and views things the same as he did when he married her. And I just very much took all that on myself. And even things, you know, that were clearly not my... No. Well, none of it was your issue at that point. I mean, that was not your doing. It's just where I was. But I just very much was, like, relieved that you had someone now and that hopefully those things would minimize and that you would be able to move forward and be happy. Yeah. It's interesting because my mom always says, the first time I got married... When I got married to Steve, <laughs> my dad cried for like six months, like went into depths of <laughs> depression for six months because he was so sad because his little Felt girl. felt like he lost his, his little, little girl because he'd grown up married. and found some other man. Because <laughs> my dad and I are tight. Like we are very yeah. close. And then she, like when I married Matt, it was like this relief of... <laughs> Oh, my little girl's taken care of again. And not that my dad didn't think I could take care of myself or any of those things, but just he knew I was happy and content and that I had found somebody to be with that he liked and approved of. And um, anyways, it's just funny. My mom always likes to laugh about those two differences and not that he viewed either of you differently, but just situation. So anyways, all right, well. Next week. I still have more to say about your wedding. Well, we are like <laughs> 55 minutes in. <laughs> All right, fine. You don't get to hear what, the rest of what did I'm saying. Let's hear it. You, you don't get to hear what I did no. that night. What'd you what? <laughs> well, we can do that next week. All right, next Write week. Write that down, Matt. Got it, got it. <laughs> we'll tell you what we did that night, and Steve can tell. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you all next week. Thanks, everybody. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Here at Husband in Law and The Bold Logic, we believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they're appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call, 
Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store, just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before and we're going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.